Hi, this is Adam Carolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, a patent troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hello, my little churros, specifically the churros from Disneyland. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode. We're all here. Hello, Gary. Hi, Allison. Hello, Matt. Hola. Hello, Chris. Hi. Hello, Jenna. Hello. Was that a special hola in honor of churros. <clears throat> the churros? Yeah, that's, now, spe- I'm on top of it today. Specifically the ones from Disneyland, though, those are the ones that Jenna thinks are the best. They are the best. They are. <gasps> they are? Yeah. You agree? Yes. What? Oh, is that not common knowledge? <laughs> 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 They're delicious. I feel like that's the only place that I've had a churro. It's the only place I have, for sure. Yeah. You would think that the same churro vendors would be at all theme parks, but I'm sure there's like a churro union going on. Like, you know, there have to be laws in place. Like, this is my corner. Exactly. Kind of thing. Exactly. Um, all right. You're reaching for a churro. Are you hoping it's like small and crispy or big and soft? Like a big flaccid churro or <laughs> a tiny toothpick of a churro? I mean, isn't there... I feel like if it's long and flaccid, it's been poorly made. I want it long and hard, <laughs> rolled in sugar. Okay. Am I not the only one who likes churros that way? No, no I think that's, that's what that's they are. The yeah. good way, yes. yes. If it's short and hard, then it, then they did a terrible job. And if it's right. long and flaccid, they did a terrible job. Yes. Right. Right. Like imagine if your churro was the size of a cocktail weenie. <laughs> that's I mean, that would, though, yeah. that, that could be interesting, though. They could do like, like churritos, tiny, like, right? Oh, I'm cute. sure that already exists. Yeah. Actually, I take it back. I've had churro. I've had a small churro that's this big, but it's just been cut up. <laughs> oh, into yeah. little churro bites. Yes, into churro bites. Yes, that's so cute. Nice. What would you call them, Matt? Churritos. <laughs> well, that means little churro. Speaking of, did you guys watch Silicon Valley last night? Yes. I do you, speaking of is just a reference to the way T.J. Miller pronounced Aviato. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Company. Um, yeah, I was as. Here's where I insert myself into something that has nothing to do with me in the poster there's the five guys and i was like i've had two two fifths of them on this show wow so cool the rest but yeah i recommend that show good show i almost feel like we should play the tv talk theme song but it's too early and we haven't had enough tv talk i need to address something which is um so i get this thing periodically where the skin on my fingers begins peeling off and it's super gross i don't think i've ever talked about it because it's something that i feel shame about but I don't know. I feel like it's some type of maybe allergy to something I'm touching or um, – Does it happen every year around the same time? It it might 
be seasonal. Let me check that out. I have this. You do? Over my entire palms. Really? I don't think it's really happening. It's not happening right now, and I've never really talked about it either, but... Because it makes you feel like a weird, gross leper. Yeah. I'll come in and, yeah, my, my entire palms. What do you... Do you have any idea, like, what brings it on or what it is or anything? I feel like the fourth time I went to the doctor for it in high school, I just realized that he had no idea. Yes, I went to a dermatologist many years ago, and she said that she had a patient who came in and who thought it might have to do with the ink in playing cards because she would get it when she went on a cruise and she used to hold cards. And I was like, no, there's no way it's that. However, it might be that when you go on a cruise, you carry luggage. Because I sometimes, like if I carry... A lot of if I carry a lot of heavy plastic bags or luggage or something like that, that will exacerbate it. I tend to get it on my index fingers, hmm. but it, then it will go on to the other fingers too. Yeah, I don't know. I think I for me, I think it's just a seasonal thing. It happens once a year, typically in the same vicinity. Like a snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just shedding. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. <laughs> totally disgusting. But so anyway, I um well, what I think it might be. From touching a chemical, though, or maybe it is seasonal. But and I think I'm thinking it might be acetone because when I wear nail polish and then take it off, it's worse than when I just don't have nail polish on at all. Um, and I and I always think to myself, I should somehow very gingerly touch the nail polish remover, and then I'm just like, fuck it, and then I touch it, or I'll like have my hands in a lot of water. But anyway. Here's the point, though. So I always am trying various lotions and things to put on, which doesn't really do anything, but. Last night, I put on vitamin A and D ointment, which is something – it's a smell that I remember from my childhood because I think you use it on diaper rashes. And I it's been actually helping since last night. And then in the car on the way over here, I sniffed my fingers, which had has got to look weird to people who saw me. And I was like, oh, I smell like a baby's butt. So the whole thing is just me wanting to let anyone know that comes near me if you're like, what is that thing that smells like a baby's butt but not – Poo, just baby butt smell. The that butt is itself. me. It's me. Yeah. And I, need, I want to mask it with something. If my finger smelt like a baby's butt, I'd go to jail. <laughs> See, I was just trying to help Allison out. I'd like to clarify for the record that I don't smell like baby's butt. <laughs> it's, only, I, it's, this, it's only a new thing. Mm-hmm. It's new that this is – do you put anything on it? No, I just gave up. So my... doctors have no idea. No, they all had some shit to say and they all had like a – antibiotic or steroid-based ointment or whatever, but it didn't work, and mm-hmm. it was expensive, and fuck that. It just goes away after a while. Yeah. Was that one of your doctors doctors texting you just now? Have, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you not just tried Googling <laughs> your, your issue and seeing if other people have problems? That's, yes, that's I what have. I, do. I have, and I found all sorts of stuff online, but nothing that really helped. There was one, What was the most recent one? It was like... Crack open some kind of capsule and rub the oil on it or something. I'm trying to – like cranberry oil or something? I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of – I haven't really found a remedy yeah. online. But yeah, you there are um, message boards. In fact, I think – did I see something like dyshydrosis or hyperhidrosis? Or there was something where I was like, ooh, that almost sounds like it. Something having to do with the sweat glands acting a certain way or – Hyperhidrosis if you continuously sweat. If you have like continual sweating issues, I don't think that's related to like your skin peeling. I think it's dis. I think it was something with dyshydrosis. It that is. had. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. you've looked it up too. Uh, no, that's something a doctor's told me. I, I can't look stuff up that's medical based. I just go into a rabbit hole. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, so I had train myself not to. According to Google, I have ADD, ADHD, insomnia, narcolepsy, ataraxia. Oh, my, I, I failed a bunch of things. What's ataraxia? When you when you don't feel things. Like, 
when you like when something major happens and you kind of just don't feel like like when you get jumped on New Year's and it's no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal for me. Um, I also want to compliment everyone on the most recent episode where we all talked about losing our virginity. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, you also have amnesia, anorexia, and amnesia. Um, I feel like if there was some kind of award for podcasting and we had to turn in one episode, that would be one that I would turn in. I was just, I feel so proud of that episode. And I'm complimenting you guys, but this is so self-aggrandizing. I'm realizing how it sounds. I, really, I sound like I'm giving an acceptance speech. So anyway, though, I'll just carry on with my baby butt smell cloud surrounding me. Um, yeah, I just think that, you know, there's always a lot of response to the Thursday shows, but that one in particular, people were like, this is the best episode ever. And I just think it's so rare that five people are that honest about stuff that at one point they felt uneasy disclosing. You know, I mean, the fact that all of us shared that we were incredibly late bloomers, lied about the age that we lost our virginity. Were we late bloomers? Yeah, unfortunately we were, Chris. Well, I mean, unless what I've read is wrong, I thought... I don't know what the average age of losing your virginity is. I'm going to guess it's not 20 and a half. Somebody tweeted us a like a graphic, an infographic that said it was 18 in North America. Really? Yeah. How late is two? That's not that late then. So then, I'm really sorry, I brought up the average. <laughs> well, actually, if we factor in Jenna, then we're above 20 yeah, and a half. Exactly. That's right. 20 and a half is the the mean, pretty much. Um, um, see, I thought maybe that's just fear mongering on the news. Then that's like. You know, kids at 13 are doing cocaine and having sex. That's their voice. I didn't know 18. That makes more sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to look up the source of this infographic, but someone tweeted that at me, so it's got to be true. Yeah. I think it would also, considering that 18 is the legal minimum in this country, right? Or is only part of this country. It, oh, it just would be very weird to me for lawmakers to say you have to be 18. Oh, by the way, average age, 17. Like, that <laughs> just doesn't jive with me. I feel like, if anything, that map has been tampered with to say 18 right it's really Possibly. younger i mean i'm saying it could be yeah right i suspect it's actually younger yeah i don't know anyway though i just wanted to say that um i'm just i i'm very proud of that episode and i think people love it and uh thank you guys for being so honest and i think that's just awesome because usually people don't want to be that honest and and um but you guys are awesome Woo! yay for us <laughs> what's thank the reaction you. ben <laughs> i mean i've gotten a few tweets um, I don't know, nothing, thankfully nothing too embarrassing. Most of the tweets way. I've gotten are about stories I told about my friends. Like <laughs> people being like, 45 minutes first time, sure, I no problem. I saw that. I want, did you see the tweet from the guy, and if you're a devoted listener, thank you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Who said that that's not at all uncommon when he was in his 20s and drunk and high, 45 minutes with nothing, and he often had to stop for the safety of the girl. <laughs> Wow. Girls right? is girls. what it said. For the safety of the girls, which just made me think all women. Right. I thought it was great. You know. I got a couple nice tweets. Um, one in particular from someone who was like, thanks for sharing your story. It made me feel less weird about waiting as well. Oh, good. So I thought that yeah. was nice. That's good. Yeah. I just got upset because I told everybody not to tweet me. <laughs> and then did they listen to it or did they actually tweet you? Oh uh, no! They tweeted me. Of course, I saw, yeah. I saw some comments. A lot of a lot of Bobo references. There, well, I <laughs> should say that's right. I forgot that's about true. that. The word Bobo popped up on my feed more than I ever thought possible. A lot of people <laughs> didn't know how you could know Bobo but not Hummer. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure I made Bobos, <laughs> Bobos up. Bobos made up. <laughs> oh, 
Chris had you guys going that that was a thing. That was a bit. <laughs> you knew? Yeah. How? No, I mean, I- I'm 29 years old. I've never heard Bobo before. I mean, it's just something like my friend, like my friends and I, we would we would call Bobo. We would say Bobos, like because it's just a funny word, like. Um, like for jerking off, we don't, we call it fishing. Like, oh, that dude's fishing right now. Are you, they're going to do, I don't know. So we, we called it fishing. Like, so not as funny as Bobo. Just no, so well, you know. it, Did if you, you have any other slang terms, you used? no, I, well, I don't know. Maybe I just can't think of it, but, um, just think about it. Every, anytime you say jerking off, just call it fishing and let that be your, in your common vernacular. And, uh, it's going to destroy all the stories I tell about my dad taking me fishing as a oh, kid. No, it makes it funnier. <laughs> it does. But anyways, um, yeah, Bobo's is a is not a common thing, but we should make it common. <laughs> I was convinced that's what people are saying. Me these too. Days. I had no, I was totally believed it. I found the fact <laughs> Look that at it, the fucking satisfaction on Chris's face yeah. right now. I I didn't know one way or the other. I'm with you girls. I just assume whatever Chris says is fact because he's a trustworthy guy. But well, regardless, it's like, still hilarious, even if it's not. A yeah, thing. it's still funny. He hangs out at Dave and Buster's. He knows what the kids are doing. <laughs> it's true. Find me behind the DDR games. Nice. <laughs> Another thought, completely unrelated. Does anyone here use dry shampoo? What the hell is that? I have used it. You just spray it or do you rub it in? You spray it it's and then spray. you rub it in. It's something that I always walked past in the beauty aisle of your local supermarket or beauty supply store. Um, yeah, it's a spray powder kind of thing. You are giving me the weirdest look. What's up with that? <laughs> well, it's beauty supply store. <laughs> Hey, you use fancy gel. That's that's right. That's, <laughs> what? So I scoff at your supermarket aisle. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's something that you spray on your hair that's supposed to absorb the oil. It's like a powder or something, and so then you can go without actually washing your hair. And I wash my hair frequently, but now that I, now that I have the peeling happening, I'm part of it is like, oh, I think doing my hair aggravates that, and plus it just takes forever doing my hair. Not that that long, but. I would like to be one of these people who only washes their hair twice a week as opposed to like every day or other, every other day. So I want to get into dry shampoos. Except I'm afraid that it'll just mean, oh, she smells like scalp and baby butt. And I've never orange. heard of this. They're, I mean, is I bet this your like girlfriend a... knows. Yeah, it's a thing. Totally. Girls do it all the time. Most hairdressers only wash their hair like once every two weeks. Really? Gross. I, I I know, but they do the dry shampoo thing. And it really And it takes acts, all the oil out. And it, it takes the place of washing your hair. Mm-hmm. I know that for dark, this is what I looked up on the internet. I know that for dark hair, you really have to rub it in. Because otherwise it's like a real powdery like look a in your hair. kind of look. Yeah. I, my hair is super dry anyway, so I don't have to wash my hair every day. I can get away with like two to three days if I really want to. What if you work out or something? Then it's a different story. That's what I'm wondering. But like, even, can I work out yeah. and use a dry shampoo? Because that's gross. You could, but your hair might get smelly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the- Everyone's giving me weird looks. Because <laughs> smelly hair grosses me out. Yeah, no, it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, that's uh, why I made the face. <laughs> I, I was just, just I was trying- thinking about smelly hair. I'm just trying to figure out this means you're just not going to shower after the gym. Like no, no, I no. wear a shower cap. Oh, yeah, exactly. cap. oh there we go. Shower the caps connection. are the best. <laughs> I don't know how people shower without washing their hair without wearing a shower cap. It's a delicate. I mean, I process. guess you. I guess you wrap a towel around your head. I just put it in a clip as high up as I can, and then I have to be really careful. But it still gets a little bit of yeah. Splashing. No, I have to do the shower yeah. cap. I look like a human mushroom when I wear one. It's not. <laughs> it's not attractive. 
Um, but one more thing, and then we can get off of the whole beauty topic. In the same way that dry shampoos are a whole thing that I didn't know about, BB cream. Do you know about this? I've seen it. I feel like this has been going on for years. People who have girlfriends in this room, I bet they know. I bet they use them. BB and CC cream. Um, BB cream is beauty balm cream. Okay, I didn't know about this. I think. And CC is color correcting. And it's like a combination moisturizer, foundation, and sunscreen all in one product. For your face? For your face. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. But I feel I, I missed the memo. That Foundation, was, too? It's like a tinted say? moisturizer and oh, sunscreen. Okay. I have a tinted moisturizer, but I didn't know that's what it was called. It might be a BB cream. Yeah. What kind is it? Um, the Target Number no. 7 brand. It's really great. It sounds great. Gary, do it you scoff great. at that? I know. I, I thought it was funny that you thought that the people with girlfriends would know that. I know that there's a ton of products. I don't know what any of them fucking are. I remember one, my last girlfriend, I tried to impress her. So, like, she was sitting there. I was like, hey, that's some pretty nice foundation you got there. Like, on her face. Like, because I, I thought if, like, I, if I was more mascara. specific with the makeup on her huh. face, then, you know, it's some Mount Presser. No. Nope. And I, I guess that's not something people really compliment. No. Yeah. You, you can say your skin looks great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what was It'll her reaction? Be for next time. Because if I, I if I heard, yeah, if I heard that, I would think, huh? Does it is it does it, is it showing a ton? Nice try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like saying like, hey, great push up bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to look so good that you don't know it's there. Right. Right. It's flawless. Oh. You know another thing I've noticed when men try to talk makeup, they always drop in the term rouge. Yes, <laughs> which is something that women yes. don't refer to it as. Yes, it's funny. So the best, the best compliment I could say is oh, makeup. What makeup? You look beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go with that. Got but it. careful, don't don't pull that out after she's been in the bathroom for thirty five minutes. There's yes, just, then true. That's just fucking patronizing. There's just no winning. Oh my gosh, you're right. Um, I've, I've made these mistakes. <laughs> just, this is not. These are not idle. Warnings. Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Hey. <laughs> Let's or do that. iTunes comment of the week. <laughs> Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Brian C. And it's titled, Glad to be your new best friend. Hi, Allison, Jenna, Chris, Gary, and Matt. Wow. Interesting order. I've been a devout, insert Allison's weekly carb here, for about a year now. I look forward to Mondays and Thursdays every week as they are now my two favorite days of the week. I love listening to the Monday interview before embarking on my nightly hours of homework. Because I frequently travel to New York on the weekends, I save the Thursday episodes for my car ride up. My mom must think I'm crazy when I burst into laughter with my headphones on. Allison, I was so sad to hear that you weren't happy on your wedding day, simply because this just doesn't seem fair. Every week, you're always there for me on my bad days when I'm sad, worried, stressed, or just in a bad mood. Not to be cliche, but I truly do see you as my new best friend who I can always rely on, and I wish that I could have been there for you in your time of need, the way you're there for me. Nevertheless, Daniel seems like a great guy, and you too, along with Oliver, seem extremely happy together. That's what matters most. I just want to say thanks for all of you, Allison, Jenna, Matt, Chris, and Gary, wow, different order, for making people like me for making people like me feel great every day you are all such a blessing to every listener and you don't even realize it thanks for just being you and making people want to simply be themselves look absolutely awesome keep being your amazing selves and rocking the world one podcast at a time brian from maryland 
Thank you, Brian from Maryland. That is so sweet. Um, that is really nice. I love, I love that we make you guys feel better because you make us feel better. And if you would like your iTunes comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, just leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. And maybe we'll read it on the show. Regardless, we'll read it. Unless it's mean. I have a filter <laughs> on, on my eyeballs. Not really. They take in everything. Okay. I think the hat is brimming with something. That's a hat pun. I like that. It's the topic. Topic sombrero. Yes, for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. All right, this week's uh, hat submission is titled Eggplant Rollatini. Which was the carb last week. Correct. I remember. Hey, I just listened to your most recent Thursday show while burning the midnight oil at work and heard your discussion about whether eggplant, eggplant rollatini is a thing or not, or more specifically, what rollatini actually is. I had no idea myself, and in fact, this is the first time in my life I had ever heard of it. Fast forward to a couple of hours later, I went home and fired up Netflix to finish up season six of Mad Men before the new season starts. Sure enough, in this episode, Don Draper is at an Italian restaurant with his neighbor slash newest mistress and discusses ordering eggplant rollatini. Of course, my girlfriend didn't really get the big ha that I let out during the scene. Keep it up, Justin of Virginia. Thank you. You are one of many who wrote in. I don't know if you guys saw the tweets about that eggplant rollatini mention on Mad Men. In fact, someone sent me the scene. So that is crazy. I guess it really does exist, and it's retro. Is it because that the show is coming back that everybody is re-watching the previous season? Because that episode aired like over a year ago. The yeah. fact that there's that many people who are like, Oh, that's right. In March of 2013, they said Rolatini on Mad Men. It was, yeah, that was strange. I like yeah. to think it's just that our audience is just that big, but mm-hmm. maybe it is because it's about to come back. Now, I have a friend who's a writer for that show, so maybe there's like some weird mental thing going on. That's right. Yeah. I always forget about that. What does your friend say it's like? Uh, he, I mean, he doesn't talk about it too much because it's just super confidential, but right. I mean, he works with Matthew Weiner. The way that like I am with Adam, so he's just kind of shadows him all the time, and I'm sure it's insanity. But he helps run the writers' room, and he Matthew Weiner was a screenwriting teacher at USC, and my friend took his class, and a couple other people who've been on that show were also students of his. So I really like that. That to me is the coolest part: is that oh, this teacher became somebody really important, and then he remembered us as students and hooked us all up. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah, I forgot about how confidential it is when we had Kevin Rom. On my podcast, I was trying to, like, pump some info out of him. Yeah. And he's, like, would not. Yeah, I, I rarely I think, see I think him. he would risk his job if he had. Yeah. But something exciting about him, because I love him. He and I, have, we're Twitter friends ever since he's on the show. Um, he, has a, he is going to have a baby, a baby girl. Nice. Mm-hmm. Congrats, about Kevin. It. Yeah. Okay. What were you saying? Uh, yeah, just don't remember. He's busy. Like, the weeks leading up to the show, you can't even call him. Like, they're just in so – there's just so much going on. And then it seems like when the show is running, too, you want to hang out and ask questions, and they can't even hang out then. You know what? He's not even my friend anymore. Fuck that guy. <laughs> What's his name? Jonathan. You know what, Jonathan? Hey, go fuck yourself. No, but seriously, I love Jonathan. Give me a job. On your next you show. would leave all this on your next show. <laughs> Speaking of eggplant rollatini, 
Are your weeknight dinners stuck in a rut? Yes. They are, aren't yes. they? Yes. <laughs> you know what you need? In all seriousness, you need Blue Apron. It is Blue Apron is a new sponsor on my podcast, and I'm so excited about them. What they do is they send you a box of produce and uh, and recipes, and it's all the ingredients you need to make the recipe enclosed, and the directions are so easy. It's perfect because it's like – I, I don't know what your normal dinners are like. I imagine you make butter sandwiches or cereal. And perhaps you think t- – or a frozen dinner. And perhaps you think to yourself, I actually sort of know how to cook. I would like to cook, but it's just too much – it's too hard to get everything and make sure you have the right thing. And then if, you, if you're like me, you'll be like, oh, I'm sure this one thing isn't important, forgetting mm-hmm. that cooking is actually science and it actually is important. It's not, you're not just stir-frying. Um, anyway, though, so Blue Apron takes all the guesswork out of it and makes it so easy. And so now you don't have any excuse to not cook healthy, delicious meals. Ingredients are measured out perfectly. So you skip the trip to the store and you don't waste money buying groceries you don't need, which is something that I always do. Um, and every chef designed meal includes step-by-step instructions, like I said. And there's pictures. It's, it's so simple. Uh, it takes 35 minutes or less to prepare. So even a, a culinary dummy like me can cook like a pro. And at under 10 bucks a meal, including shipping, it's more affordable than takeout. Uh, here are just some of the things that you can make. Fennel rubbed pork tenderloin, short rib burgers on pretzel buns. Pretzel buns. Mm. That's a carb that I should be calling people. Ginger soy glaze, salmon, just a few of the many things. Um, so you guys can visit blueapron.com to see what's on the menu this week. And listeners to our show, that's you guys, get their first two meals free. Just go to blueapron.com forward slash Allison. Cook incredible meals at home with blueapron.com forward slash Allison. That's blueapron.com forward slash Allison. And then you can do the thing like in a sitcom where you pretend that the whole thing was your idea and this is like a family recipe that you whipped out. Just make sure you throw out your Blue Apron box. I was digging through those Blue Apron boxes when they got here. It's really cool how it's all like sectioned out by how much each thing you need. Like, yeah. I was digging through the recipes and one of them was like a vegan chili and I'm by no means vegan, but it looked really fucking good when you look at the ingredients. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it's fancy. Like, it the is. The stuff it's... that I got had di- um, different kinds of chilies to yeah. their peppers, different kinds of peppers, right. like in varying degrees of spice to make chili or to make – there was a chili recipe, there was chicken, and there was a tilapia recipe. And all of them are – it's not just like, oh, chicken and soy sauce. No. I don't they, know if that's anyone's secret recipe, but – or chicken <laughs> chicken with mustard. It's like gourmet level, but but they give you everything you need and they make it super simple. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really – it's very, very cool. It will inspire you – to treat yourself to a healthy home-cooked meal as opposed to whatever you have been doing. And, I mean, if you're trying to, like, have someone over for a date and you don't cook, like, this could not be simpler. Like it's Totally. And it's it looks dummy, fancy. It's dummy-proofed. And when it all comes out, it looks like you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's really cool. Exactly. All right. So, again, that's blueapron.com forward slash Allison. Okay. We could do just me or everyone. Or does anyone have any anything on their personal burner? Hmm. I went to a beer festival this weekend. How was that? Pretty fun. Downtown LA. They get uh, like 50 or 60 different breweries there. They had little tents set up and you get this little tiny beer mug and you just go around and drink all the beer you want. It's a lot of fun. It's like a tiny stein? Yeah, exactly. That, exactly that alone like. sounds exciting. Yeah, I kept – I've been to them in the past. They do these events a couple times a year. Um, but I kept – I kept my little cup from the very first one because it was kind of cool. Are you going to put it next to your owl bowl? Uh, you know, if I didn't use the <laughs> owl bowl so regularly, that's that's in the use it all the time cabinet. 
that's how I arrange my cabinets is by use. <laughs> really? No, that's that would be pretty oh. awesome though. That is a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. I mean, usually the bowls are where the bowls, plates are where the plates. You know cups what's happening to my bowls and plates? There's Tupperware collecting on top. Mm. So to get a plate, you have to dive under a mountain of Tupperware. And to get a bowl, you have to dive under a mountain of Tupperware. Basically, you just have to lift up the first one and pull the thing under it. But I just feel like that's it's not the best system. Shouldn't be a, have to be a two-handed operation. No. I think I need to move the Tupperware somewhere else. And then also, I find the low shelves, the cabinets that you open that you have to like get on your hands and knees to dive to the back to get a whatever – those are very inconvenient. Yeah. Maybe what you need is the pull-out the shelf. slide shelf. Yes, yeah. we don't have those. We don't either, but I would love that. I think Dreams. the lower cabinets are mostly just for like pots and pans and stuff. It is hard to to really organize it in a way that you can put the stuff you use least into the least convenient drawers because, I don't know, in a given week you're going to end up opening up every cabinet probably. I, I feel like there's one drawer that wants to be the utensil drawer. And what Daniel want, thinks wants to be the utensil drawer is not that we, we disagree about this, mm. which is okay. But for the first, I don't know, eight months, not really, for the first long while that we lived there, I was constantly reaching into the wrong drawer because it just seemed that a spoon oh. should be there. I could solve this for you right now. Okay. Bring in a stranger in your apartment. Ooh, that's good. Say, oh, just grab a fork and see what drawer, drawer uh, <laughs> uh, they it's reach for. all along. And uh, yeah. That's good. And then that would be your utensil drawer. Yeah, you can yep. do that. It makes sense. Yeah, just find a stranger. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm th- I mean, I, and then I'm thinking that the drawer, that was semi-luxemonted, the drawer next to the utensil drawer has, like, pizza cutters and what else is in there? Spatch, like, all sorts of, it's like a very, it, it has so much in it that's a heavy drawer, but we, except for the pizza cutters, which occasionally we use, we never go into that drawer. Like, all that stuff should not be taking such valuable real estate. I'm moving it out and putting my bras and underwear in there. <laughs> Perfect place for that. You, like, have basically described our kitchen. Really? Same thing. Yeah. Well, and I was so used to living in New York where I just didn't have any space ever that I always had my silverware out in, like, a little Band round. Cubby? Cute little container. So like you a just, cup. Yeah, but yeah. like a nicer one. No, I know. Did you yeah. get it at Ikea? Because I think that I had silver that one? too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what color was the silver? Was the silverware? Silver. Oh, okay. I didn't do the fan- like anything fancy. Yeah. I did the cheap I was clear Ikea. Blue. Yeah. But from Ikea as well. Yeah. So that's what I use forever. And so I, this whole drawer thing has been a new concept for me in this last year. I'm getting used to it. But I have the other drawer where we never go in it, but it's so heavy. So when you pull it out, it like yeah, you're afraid down. To... Yeah. Mm. I was actually just talking about this on the show that aired on Monday with Brian and Christy. They're both very organized. And, um, yeah, like Christy was explaining that if her house is cluttered, then her brain feels cluttered. And I don't – I wish I had this problem. Right. I have a cluttered brain in a cluttered house, but I'm okay with it. Um, I try try to declutter my brain more often than I declutter my house. But I (laughs) – I still am that person who, when I wake up in the morning, I pick up the pile of clothes off the floor and put it on the bed. And then when I go to bed, I lift it off the bed and (laughs) put it back on the floor. (laughs) And it sits right in front of my dresser. My dresser is filled with, except for the bras and underwear, um, my dresser is filled with stuff that I never Never wear. wear. It's like, but it's like, it's, okay, I looked at my bottom drawer today. It has underwear that I never wear. Um, from like failed underwear purchases. It has a hat. 
and a scarf from New York. It has like 8,000 pairs of tights that I don't wear that anymore because I've moved on. Yeah. It has a bunch of emails that I printed out from when I worked at Time Out New York. I think it has a greeting card. It has a little a little scented pillow, like a little potpourri pillow, and it has a leotard that's like 20 years old. I don't even know why I still have it. I don't think I need a leotard. So that's one of the drawers. And then the other drawers are just varying levels of you know what it is? It's because when you move, you don't have to empty out your dresser. You can just like tape it shut. And it's because like that I, I need to deal with that. You but should've... but what I was but the thing I was saying last night or when I talked to Brian Christie is that I just find in general the dresser and the drawers and things like it's not an easy it's not a good storage system because you fold stuff, you put it in, and then if you want to get to the bottom thing, it like messes everything up. Yeah, it's your Tupperware problem, but with yeah. clothes. Exactly. Well, we, I grew up, my mom hates dressers, so we never had them. So we would have all of our closets, she would just put in like nice shelves, and then That's you could smart. see everything. But my mom is crazy organized. I have like a little bit of that organization in me, but not as much as I would like. And Alan is crazy organized and like smart, kind of a neat freak. And so. Nice. He and I have to compromise on lots of things, but then I have one pile in the room that's by my side of the bed where I pile as many clothes as I want, and he's like, I just choose not to look in that direction, ever. But you know that when he walks by, he's like, oh. Of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. But I just pretend, like, fine, that's my corner, and I will pile my clothes there. And once a week, I put them away, and then the pile just grows again. Yeah. Yeah. I periodically put them yeah. away or just move it to the, clo- the floor of the closet. But- yeah. This is fascinating. Your neat freak mom hates dressers. Hates them. For the same reason that I'm saying? Or is it yeah, because... Yeah, because you, why fold all these clothes and then stack them in so you can't see them? Right. And then you never look at them and then you never wear them. Exactly. I'm the same mm-hmm. way. I use shelves instead of the uh, storage pulley thingies. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> it, you can see everything. Uh, and uh, it's... What, like, what do you call them? Drawers? Yeah. <laughs> um, storage pulley thingies. Uh... Because, yeah, you see – because I, I wear a lot of T-shirts. I mean, granted, I wear, like, the same T-shirt every day. Um, <laughs> to I've, be fair, it's six copies <laughs> of the same T-shirt, yeah, though. but nobody knows that. Um, but so – I because I like to get rid of clothes uh, if I don't wear them. I just – I hate clutter, and I hate – and the only time I ever keep clothes, it's like, mm, I, might, I might be going paintballing. I need I don't want to wear any nice clothes or someone wants me to paint their house. Which never happens. So, How, but but paintballing is frequent. No, none of that is. <laughs> so, and once I once I figure all that out, I just there's this place like on the corner where you you pull the big old handle. It's like a big container. And you just throw all your clothes in there. And that's what I do, and then I donate them because I'm a hero. It's a good man. There's a clothes donation pulley on the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. There's a few of those in Hollywood. Yeah. They're just like drop off, drop off things. Uh, my 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 rule of thumb now is if I haven't worn it in the last three hundred and sixty five days, then it's probably good to go. I saw some. I should do that. I saw yeah. some organizational thing on TV. I don't remember what the context was, but it had to do with clothes that you wear from your hanger. And when you take something off your hanger, when you hang it back on, you hang it on the outer most one, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you start from the outer and go in, but. You start so pushing you out your clothing to the ends, and then eventually you get all the clothes that you never wear to the far ends of your closet, and then you can just grab them and go. It's kind of a neat my idea. My mom's currently got me, after I just she helped me move, all my hangers are the wrong way. So to like get oh, a piece right. of clothing off, you have to pick it up and like move it back into the back of the closet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, why? 
because then after a set period of time, like you go back and anything is like that, you haven't worn in that period of time, you throw it out. Smart. Laura Lee is smart. Whoa, that is idea. awesome. It's diabolical because she'll come back in a year and I'll have forgotten about this. She's going <laughs> to throw like two thirds of my shit away, <laughs> which See, is great. What it's, a good it's mom. smart. But let's talk about the dresser thing. I'm stuck on this. What is the point of them? Because the thing is, oh, we oh, almost all of us have them in our rooms. You me, didn't have them in your room growing up, never, I take it? Never. So My, what did you set your stuff on? We would put in the closets, we would she would have like shelves put in. But you didn't have a piece of furniture outside of the closet? No. Yeah, it was all in the closet. Where did you what kind of horizontal surface was there to dump junk on? We weren't supposed to. It's a Mormon thing. Not even a nightstand? I had a nightstand, yes. And I had a desk in my high school bedroom, so I could throw stuff on the chair. Right. The chair is a great place to throw Oh, yeah. Yeah. A chair is just a a bit of the floor that's higher up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I never really had a problem with keeping my drawers organized. I mean, it's not that I'm doubting what you guys are saying, but I... I've had a dresser drawer. I've literally have had one drawer for shorts, one drawer for shirts, Ugh. and then one drawer where Simple my life. socks and underwear go into, and that's it. Maybe there's like a utility one where I put like bathing suit or pajama bottoms or something into, but even that I think became part of my shorts drawer. I I mean, I just moved, so I just went through yeah. all my drawers, and I literally took yeah. four to five minutes to throw it in, like not no extra stuff for me. Maybe that's just me. You're lucky. Yeah. It, yeah. In my dream closet, because I've thought about this, I would have everything hung up. Jeans, yes. T-shirts, sw- Even everything. sweaters, though, where you yeah. get the little Oh, well, thing. maybe like you can fold it onto the hanger. Somehow, everything would be on a hanger, and then I'd have one drawer for underwear and one drawer for socks. Yes. I pref- I, that would be my dream yeah. situation as well. Yeah. Everything should be hung. Yes. What about like uh, in that movie Clueless where she had everything Uh, hung and then she had a little screen where she could like decide what her outfit was going to be? That would be in my dream closet where I'm living some other alternate (laughs) life where I actually care about that shit. Yeah. But yes. I think my dream closet would have much less to do with what was in the closet but more to do with like how many secret passages there were that led (laughs) to other parts of my house. Yes. I used to have a fantasy that in the back of my closet were three – Tiny doors, like doggy door size, but I guess I was that young. And one led to a roller coaster. You'd get in and it would be like a, like a milk crate or something. You'd get on and there'd be a track and it'd be a roller yes, coaster. exactly. Another one was – Because no two rooms could connect. They need to all be connected by minecart tracks. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yep. what it was like. The oh, other yeah. one was an <clears throat> escalator, which is weird because I'm afraid of them. And what was the other one? Maybe an elevator? Just where, all where were they going? Forms of transportation to <laughs> get conveyance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just I don't know other floors in the house, perhaps. It doesn't matter where it's you like go. The, the movie I was very Richie young. Rich. It's that you could go into your closet and your friends Great could movie. be out there waiting. When's Mac or Allison going right. to come back out of that? The and roller then you don't coaster have to. was the coolest. That's pretty sweet. Definitely. It, but you just wanted the escalator. You weren't going to use it. Oh, no. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. I think of. the escalator the went to like the Hyatt yeah. or something. <laughs> it was connected to that. <laughs> but the thing is, it, I didn't have a fancy closet. It was just my little slide the door closet. And then there were the doors. Hmm. Bummer. I know. Kid in, my, kid in my high school had the secret door in the back of the closet that went into like a private room for him and his twin brother that there was no other access to. Really? That's so awesome. Like their fort. It was fucking awesome. Did they live in Big Canyon? They lived in Belcourt. Same thing. Yeah. These are fancy, <laughs> These are fancy yeah. communities. Yeah. It was one of the nicest houses I've ever seen. And it was obviously custom built when they had like really young kids. So 
That's pretty fancy. Uh, yeah, there's just something great about that bookshelf where you just pull that one book. Yeah. Yeah. See, they didn't have that, and I thought that was bullshit. Yeah. You just had to push on the right part, and it swung open, and I was like, seriously? You Do they the... knock, like, in different parts of the door? No, you just fucking go in there and push. I was like, you seriously went 95% of the way and then stopped? Yeah. Like, the book. That's dangerous. That's the whole point Someone of Someone could accidentally lean on it. Yeah. End up in a little room. The little room for just the two of them, was it full size? It was like a big enough room that like one of them there was like a table like a like a counter with that had a computer on it. Like one of them could sit there and then there was like a little like loft bed and the other one could like be up there. Was it like a safe house? Is that what it was actually for? No, I think it was just for eight year old kids to have a secret place to go to. I think. Man, that'd be there, so awesome. There really wasn't it didn't seem to serve much of a purpose. It wasn't like it locked. Like, if the people come for mommy and daddy, go into your safe That's room. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the safe house. <laughs> Scary. The, I never had a, a a safe house in my house growing up. And this is kind of a terrible story. We did have, like, an attic door in my parents' closet that didn't notice for years. And I convinced my little sister that she was not my first little sister. And that we had – the parents had another child. Oh, no. And she was not very good, and so she lived <laughs> up there. And my sister was terrified of my parents' closet for uh, for quite some time. I had to tell her years later that it was all, years all big brother yeah. it, was, so it was actually terrible. last sister, week. Yeah. Last week. <laughs> sister, you're off to college. You should know something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. True story. Was it one of those attic doors that's like the square punch out? Yeah, that had no over? no ladder to even I've come down. I never understood those. I never did either. It's for bad children. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. B. Slammon says, when using the mouse on my desktop PC for long amounts of time, my mouse hand gets wicked cold. I hate that. This leads me to think you live in Boston. Um, yeah, my, I don't my, have... my mouse hand just gets regular cold. <laughs> yeah. No, mine doesn't even get cold. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it gets hot yeah. about that. That's a circulation problem, I think. Yeah, it never occurred to me. I'll think about it. All right. We're going to say it's just you unless you happen to be in a really cold area. Uh, Carlos Morales says, I get annoyed when I am waiting while my wife tries on clothes and have nowhere to sit and no access to internet. I could imagine that. That That would be annoying. You got to get yourself Tetris. That's like the greatest app on the face of the earth. It doesn't require internet. You can just play Tetris on your phone. That's what I do. Does she take you shopping with her a lot? Eh, it's happened a couple times. Most of the time it's like shopping for me and then I'm just sitting there. You go find (laughs) stuff for me. No. Seriously? Wow, love your no. relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, no, I, I fucking hate shopping. I always have. And all the women in my life, from my mom up to my girlfriend, are all very much aware of that. Cell phone Tetris, lifesaver. I hate shopping. Do you hate shopping, Jen, or do you like I it? I have to be in the mood, and I do not like to do the kind of shopping where you have to, like, dig for things. Right. You know, like, if you go to, like, the Madhouse outlet mall that's having the super sale, I oh, will give no. up immediately. Yeah. I don't have time for I Well, I... I it's just way too horrible to search. I just want it to I just want to see what I want. Take it, buy it. People who love shopping, I would like to understand what they love about it. They're probably I think it's the hunt, right? The thrill of the is it finding what you finding something? I don't know. Maybe it's the owning something. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I remember at time out in New York, I don't remember what the what the issue was i think maybe it was like new year's resolutions or something i think people were 
it was like like New Year's detox, and people were giving up bad habits for thirty days. They were trying, and this one one of my coworkers was giving up shopping because she had this problem where like she couldn't leave her apart apartment without buying something basically she was like a shopaholic and for her yeah it was just she just stores back into her and she just went in and came back out with a new shirt or something and then was excited till she wore it and i just i don't relate to any of that there are things i don't mind shopping for perhaps that i would even enjoy but it's not clothing for me honestly i have to be in the mood and i kind of need to have (laughs) i kind of need to have like uh something a purpose like I need a new pair of shoes. Yeah. So I'm going to go look specifically in that store for those shoes. That 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 kind of shopping is my kind of shopping. See, I take that a step further because that's the only kind of shopping that I would ever do is I need a new pair of flip-flops or something, especially with <laughs> summer coming up. And uh... How do you know when it's time for a new pair of flip-flops? Somebody from Trunk Club calls and tells <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I was just going to say that, Jenna, you described the first two-thirds of it, which is that I need to get these pair of shoes, so I go to the mall to go get these pair of shoes. The third part of it is that I then arrive at the store and find the pair of shoes I want are way – the pair of flip-flops I want are way more expensive than I'm willing to spend. <laughs> and then I end up just bargaining with myself for a fucking half an hour, walking around the store in circles to find something that's not quite as expensive but still has the flip-floppy <laughs> look that I want. You know what I'm saying? No one knows what you're saying. <laughs> flip floppy look that I want. Do you Expensive mean like flip flops? A different pair of flip flops. <laughs> One for each day of the week. No, I'm just saying that part of the problem for shopping for me is everything's too expensive. Right. Even if I'm feeling like I have enough money saved up to go have Get a fun <laughs> flip flop shopping day. But, you, you know, that's to me is the most frustrating part is you can, when you go out to like a restaurant or something, you're looking for a meal, you can find something. That you're going to be satisfied when you order it. You get your money's worth. I always feel like clothes. Why am I spending $50 on a pair of jeans? It's always like – and that is low apparently. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy is. low. But I like – I'm not going to spend more than like 20 or 25 bucks on jeans. I don't need crazy designer jeans or anything. Where are you shopping? Wherever they sell $25 jeans. And and what's your where's your where's your flip Coles. flop cap? Hundred dollar flip flops. That's way <laughs> yeah, too much for flip flops. Because I'm thinking like Old Navy two fifty a pair of right. flip flops. Yeah, Old Navy maybe that's where you should. Yeah, two fifty. So you hear one, of the, hear one of the last cents. things that'll probably ever come out of me and him living together. Yes. One of our favorite jokes is the as the whole house wrapped up was one of Matt's live reads for the Adam Carolla show for Trunk Club, where he proclaimed vehemently that it would never occur to him to order a black sweater and a brown pair of shoes. It's true. I don't know what to say. Thanks, Trunk Club. Uh, Flip-floppy style. (laughs) I remember that. Yep. It's You know what? That's why they keep asking me to do their reads, because they're memorable. (laughs) You put your own special (laughs) flip-floppy flavor on them. Exactly. Um, Why am I more embarrassed in this episode than the virginity episode last week? I know, week? it's funny. Because you told us about searching for flip-flops. Flip-flop And style. then you spend half it an just, hour bargaining with yourself. Not, I don't say that's how it goes yeah. down. Walking I don't, around I don't wear the flip-flops store. on the reg uh, yeah. myself. Okay. And I don't think any of us do. do. I've never seen Gary wear them. Not here, but yeah. yeah. Do. do they inhibit do the, the amount of bobos you get? <laughs> no, just around here, they inhibit the amount that you're not bothered because you'll be constantly made fun of for it. He's accepted that Matt yeah. does it, but he doesn't like it. He being Adam? Yes. And Shaq <laughs> and various other people around right. him. It's just not worth it. That's right. I'm just going to keep How wearing them. So 
Your search I... for these flip flops, you, you try different ones on. <laughs> what kind of price difference are we talking about in this thirty yeah, minutes of bargaining? Really. So I want to know how you're valuing your time if you're spending thirty minutes. This is to save right, four dollars. Listen, listen yeah. you ask. I'm going to give you the answers that you need. I think America yeah. wants How big them. is your maybe pile? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the other problem. And I didn't think we were going to get this detailed There's about it. There's another problem? Yeah, there is. Because the kind of flip-flop that I prefer to wear does not have the little thumb-toe notch. They're not thongs. They're soccer style. That's right. I prefer, oh. like as you see, I'm wearing right now. I like just a flat. Here, I'll take it off. We'll, see, put like it, we'll, 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 we'll put them on the website. Just like a, a flap like over a, the top of my foot. Okay, like so those are not flip flops, right? Then, are they? So they're some, sandals. They're sandals. Sandals. Okay, yeah. so maybe that's why. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong section. That's why it's taking me so long. <laughs> I'm just saying that those ones with the little thumb notch are and what, thumb. What is that even called? A thong. The, a thong. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's the only word I can think of for it. Whatever. The, I know. I know people say you wear those for a while. You just you get used to it. That's what they say about actual thongs. Which, sure. And it's not true. It's not true, okay, well, by the way. I yes. wouldn't know about that, but I definitely know it's not true for flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. it is true it's not for, comfortable. It is true for flip-flops. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's not right. true for underwear. For underwear, in no, no way is it true. That, I can't it imagine is, it would be. Yeah. The they reason say that it, it works wrong. For, the reason it works for flip flops is because it's miserable for like six weeks until you build up calluses and then it's fine. Yes, apparently it's that, that way with your butt. Anything too. that <laughs> <laughs> you say so. Anything that involves building a callus to enjoy, I'm not going to do. Yes, that's why I never learned how to play guitar because I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. My parents both play guitar; they all sing. I should learn how to do this. Be a family band together. <laughs> about your family i tried playing guitar many different times and you can't do it for more than five that's minutes true. no thank you uh, if i had that's why I, I didn't want to be a waiter anymore either there's a lot of reasons for that but when you work at a restaurant you handle a lot of hot plates your fingers get all burned and you have to wear like, shoes and you have to wear regular <laughs> shoes um but yeah it's I, I was like screw this if you need to have callus to enjoy it then it's not worth it but you don't so you don't think you're emotionally callous working here yeah, interesting. Good point. <laughs> oh, that's a great point. I guess I never thought of that. Out of the frying pan, into the yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So that's your shoe problem. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. I feel like we didn't get all the answers we need about the but, shoes. Okay, though. but what I'm saying then is that <laughs> when I, the reason why it's taking so long <laughs> is because I guess the exact style that I'm looking for is much harder to find than it should be. And when you do find it, when it's you're usually shot, when you're looking for flip flops, usually a little too expensive. Mm-hmm. How much were the ones you're wearing? These were probably like sixteen dollars. <laughs> is that perfectly priced? for That's you? all right. Yeah, was under, that under down twenty from bucks? Like That's a fair price. Like twenty-two dollar pair you found? Oh, there was definitely like forty dollar pairs for sure. But I'm not spending that much on it. Under twenty flip flops, wear them all the time. Hmm? Get my money's worth. See, my thing with shopping is. The, and this has happened. This has happened more and more as I've gotten older. So I think I did go through. A, well, I went through a phase when I was, you know, in fifth grade up until the point where I could drive, where it was fun on the weekends to go to the mall with my friends, and someone's mom would drive you and all that. I mean, that was just getting out of the house, and that was shopping, and that was fun. Um, and I remember one time my friend bought a hamster, and then she had to take it back. But for the time that she bought it, and I remember thinking like, wow. You're buying a hamster even though you don't have permission? We were in fifth grade, I think. Uh, but for the time until her mom and she brought the hamster back to the store because she was not allowed to have a hamster, it was very exciting that we as children had bought a pet. Anyway, though, um, yeah, but no. Now, these days, I walk into – like I get out – I park 
let's say I'm at the Grove or something, park, and that is a hassle alone. I, I, parking is such – okay, I'm just being uh, a comradian. God, the Grove just sounds miserable though. It is. Yeah, like, I need to go somewhere – I want to go somewhere where it's easy to get in and easy to get out. You need to go, need to go to the outside of – yeah, exactly, outside of – the Grove area. Yeah. <laughs> like where in the valley? Like Glen, like Galleria or something? Yeah. Mm, even that's kind of crazy. That's kind of annoying too, but yeah. at least there's there's better parking, I feel like. I, I actually find or, it's easier in Orange County. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a far drive for yeah. $16. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so anyway, I finally park and I get out and I instantly want to turn around. Like instantly. It's a horrible feeling. That's my shopping feeling. Yeah. I get it. I get it too. And But to bring this all full circle, that's where cell phone Tetris comes in because then I can go shopping with my girlfriend for a couple hours and I don't really care. I barely even notice. I play Tetris for two hours. You can play it for that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let, right. that, let that settle in there, ladies. Bradley says – no, Shuey says, I sometimes think I would work my favorite high school job, deli clerk, if it paid the same salary I currently make at 28. Um, you had a favorite high school job? No. Yeah. Yeah, I was a waiter. We already went through that. Right. No, thank you. TJ Maxx. Nope. They got good prices on Actually, mine was pretty fun. I mean, it was the singing and dancing it. Right at, yeah, uh, Ma- at Magic at Mountain. Lagoon. Six the Flags. Six Flags of Utah. Would you do that if it paid the same as... Actually, I'm not sure I would. I would be in great shape, so that would be the benefit. But it's a lot of work, and you're sweaty all the time, and you're exhausted a lot. Well, get back to me. i got to think about this one. <laughs> Gary, would you go back to the grocery store? No. Wiener Sitzel? Maybe. <gasps> he did like the food there. I did. Yeah. That's, that's rare because usually when you work at a food place, I think you get tired of the food. I wasn't there very long. And the stuff that I liked when I, before I worked there, I was promptly told by the cooks I was no longer allowed to eat when I got there. So I had to like, try new stuff. So I never really got burned out on anything. Why? Did you have to try new stuff? So you could be familiar with the menu? In case anyone from Wiener Schnitzel Corporate is listening to this, <laughs> tweet at Chris Loxamana. Um, no, the the guys, I, I tried to place my lunch order the first day, and the guys behind the grill who didn't speak much English looked at me and went, no. But apparently, there are certain things you don't need at Wiener Schnitzel if you work there and you know oh, better. Oh, okay. They were looking out for you. Yeah, they have my back, and I've since learned. And I spread the gospel. Maybe not here because I don't want to get in trouble, but. Yeah. yeah. I think they're in a potential by sponsor. Who? Uh, is that true? I don't no. want to. I don't want to offend a potential sponsor for this network. Is I guess why I'm being coy. But if you guys want to go to Wienerstein's, I'll give you some tips. Well, just tell us some things that people should order. Maybe all beef is a good way to go when it's when you're going hot dogs. All right. Let's just we'll start there. The more you know. Thanks. Alan worked at Dairy Queen in high school, and nice. he has some helpful tips if you ever go to a Dairy Queen. I've too. never been. Where are the Dairy Queens? I've never been to one. They're not in Southern California. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really? They're, they're in the flyover states. I'm, Alan was in Illinois. Okay. Okay. He was in Illinois, so yeah. I don't want to offend anybody. It's, but yeah, they're they're like when I go visit my cousin in Michigan, they're fucking. Everywhere. Yeah, there's a bunch in Utah. I guess flyover states is actually not cool to no, say. No, it's I was fairly thinking, pejorative. Because I was like, what's the problem with that? No. It just means not on the coast. But then I thought about what it actually means. Yeah, they're they're not on the they're not in California. Right. Yeah. That's not 100% well, true. I, I guess the way I'm saying it is the states I fly over to go to the places I go more most often, which happen to be D.C. and New York. Yeah, that came through. <laughs> well, that's why I stopped immediately. <laughs> I know. So, wait, yeah, what are, the, what are the Dairy Queen tips? The 
he said, well. Enjoy I, a delicious blizzard. <laughs> the blizzards are great. okay. The blizzards are good. It's the slushies and the um, dip that they, like the cherry dip and the chocolate dip that you put the ice cream cone in. He was like, it's amazing how much oil to chocolate ratio it's like mostly oil and then you have to take this big wooden stick and stir it up it's pretty gross anything that involves like a a dipping into something else there's probably a pretty good chance that that thing that's holding what needs to be dipped is not being cleaned very often or drained very often like i mean when i watch i just watch a lot of reality tv shows about like restaurants gone gone south mm-hmm. and it's always like the first telltale signs they go to the kitchen they see like the oil and they just like you haven't cleaned out this oil in months like you can just tell and that makes everything else yeah. taste crap yeah that's a bummer to hear about the dq dip because that's like their most famous thing you dip it in the chocolate well you didn't hear it from me the most nope. famous thing is a swoop <laughs> anyone else here imagine okay. that sweet john taffer impression right there i know i was gonna say oh, you yeah, never... exactly <laughs> like him there needs to be a, a show where someone goes into a restaurant or bar sees a problem and calmly addresses it yeah they're always outraged they where's are. the person who's like um, so I noticed that there's like mouse droppings over there. It does the seem anti- like anti Gordon Ramsay. It seems like a Saturday Night Live sketch waiting to happen. Yes, just the very low key uh, <laughs> maker, maker upper. What do you call it? Renovator. Yep. Exactly. Oof. Oh, there was something upper. I was about to say. This happened. This happened on a recent episode too. Dairy Queen Monday's episode. Blizzards, actually. man. Now I want one. Brain yeah, farts. Delicious. Is that the new snack at Dairy Queen? I remember. (laughs) I remember. uh, I was driving by a Dairy Queen in like Seattle or Washington or somewhere around there, and uh, and I see uh, the uh, sign of their new their new blizzards, Um, Tagalog blizzards. Tagalog is a a Filipino language, so I go in there like, "What is a Tagalog blizzard?" And they're like, "No, that's a tag along, like Girl Scout (laughs) cookie." That was was disappointing. (laughs) I remember what I was going to say. Um, so Daniel and I got frozen yogurt the other night, the, the kind where you go and you do it yourself. Oh, delivery's where it's at. I know. We should have. But, um. But it's a cute experience. Well, here's the thing. They have a big poster saying all their different flavors, time to like which time of the month. And he's a big flan fan. And they had special flan <laughs> yogurt. Why are you guys making that face? Because Adam In, hates no, flan. No, inside joke about flan. Don't worry about it. Fawn's delicious. Flan is delicious. Some Some flan is delicious. Is delicious. Yeah. Some. Some flan. Have you had bad flan? Yeah. Sure. And it's nasty. Wait, uh, what's your inside flan joke? Let's just say if Daniel's ever in need of some marijuana lace flan, oh. we know a guy who knows a guy <laughs> who can direct him towards a dude at a particular farmer's market in Los Angeles area. I'll be sure to let him know. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually the extent of the inside joke. That's the Very inside well phrased. Joke right there. Very well phrased. All right. Well, so anyway, they were going to have a special flan yogurt. What is up with the drug-laced Mexican Everything. products in Matt's life? <laughs> like the piñata? Oh, that's true. That's too. Wow. I wouldn't Next even try the churros. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, so we don't normally do this, mostly because I'm always like, there's, it's just way too fattening. I know that there's a way it can be healthy, but it never is. Um, so we did this, though, on – I don't know what night it was, but the people – no offense if you're one of them. The people who go to pump your own frozen yogurt places on a Friday or Saturday night, like that, that is not about the yogurt. It's a scene. Yes. It and is? they're all. Oh, yeah. Daniel, what time was this? I, it was like 8.30 oh, or something. Yeah. No, everybody. it was. Everyone was drunk, and like Daniel was. 
pointing out, and he was right, that, like, there was a guy who had his special frozen yogurt sampling stance and, like, a special just – I don't know. He was just super douchey and annoying with just the way he was even sampling. These guys were all in their 40s, late 40s? Uh, okay. At I think least. it's a younger crowd. Or, or younger. They were, assuming it was, that they were all teenagers. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It wasn't, though. They were, I would say, like, 32. Jesus Christ. Wrong with people? I would think it would be a bunch of teenage girls, What's but it's wrong? not. It's people who love yogurt and they go all the time. It's a it's a whole thing. I assume most people know this. Wait I, a second. Did you go to Yogurtland? Yes. Ugh, that one on Third and yeah, yeah. That one's just. Wait, what do you know of that one? That one's just fucking terrible. No matter when you go, you can yeah. go there at fucking two thirty on a Tuesday and half the people are drunk and assholes. Like that place. Something about that place attracts the worst people in L.A. Yes. I, I've started refusing to go there. I like Yogurtland, but I will not go to that particular location because they're always missing something they say they have. Yep. And it's always full, and it's either really bratty 12-year-olds who are yelling at their mom that they want more. It's a very loud place. drunk 32-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, that place is terrible. It's right next to a CrossFit studio. Maybe that's why. There's a CrossFit kids studio next to the CrossFit studio in that same little Seriously? complex. Yes. First, I didn't only one know. I've ever seen. CrossFit wow. kids. Wow. Uh, my sister's kids do CrossFit. My sister does CrossFit. Her kids do CrossFit. But do they do CrossFit it at the same kids. place or do they have like a special establishment? Uh, I think it's the same place. Yeah, that would make sense to me. This is – oh, no. I thought you meant it was just a t- like – the same. No, it's like its own business in a separate oh, building, like wow. two units down. That is fancy. Are they all crazy ripped? They're getting crazy ripped. It's, it's, I still don't know horrible. what CrossFit is, and you I'm, know, I'm okay so with it. It's so crazy. <laughs> you do crazy things. You lift crazy amounts of weight, and you get really competitive about it. And really competitive. And you start talking in a language that is yes. not of the human race. That too. It's fucking infuriating. <laughs> like what? What do they say? I have no idea. <laughs> They I spent a, I spent a weekend with five words. of these guys, and yeah. I had no idea what they were talking about the whole time. Yeah, talking about snatches and box Perks, jumps and Perks everything and sounds like it has to do snaps, with a vagina. Snaps I know. And... like everything, and it's it's very weird because it's all shirtless dudes talking about it, and uh, getting really amped up. It's my yeah. sister's really good at it, but I went one time and I was so sore for like two weeks. I was, I was like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> and you only went once. I went once, and then the next time I went and visited her, I went twice with her. But it's just not – I'm not competitive enough. It seems like – I want to give up. If you do it, you have to be friends with everyone else who does it. Yes. Maybe – or you get to be. Well, they're all super tight. (laughs) But they're also really, really competitive, which I'm not – I'm the type who's like, I'll be competitive like for a couple minutes, and then I'm like, eh – you guys can win. You know, it's like, but you I don't just... get it, Jenna. You're competing against yourself. Right, but that does not motivate me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I would do if I were super ripped? I would also want to be pretty hairless to show it off. Absolutely. I mean, just in general, who wants to walk around with a fuzzy face or fuzzy what have yous? Time to remove some hair, people. <laughs> this is why I do the best no-no reads ever. Mm. Um. I've told you guys about no-no, but I'm going to tell you again because I love it just that much. The no-no is a portable, convenient, awesome device to remove hair so you don't have to spend money on expensive laser hair treatment removals or you don't have to deal with waxing, whether that would be having someone else wax you or even doing it yourself, which is super messy and painful and not effective. The no-no is none of those Oh, none of I'm trapped in my own sentence. The no-no is effective and it is absolutely painless. You don't even feel it. And it's fun. You just glide it along your skin and you can tell from the way it's lighting up whether if you're doing it right or not. Um and you eliminate hair from your face and body for weeks. It's easy. It's 
quick, it's effective, and it comes with a very fancy and snazzy travel case so you can store it and take it with you everywhere. It works for everyone, all ages, all skin types, hair, all hair color, men and women. And by the way, my intel tells me that uh, a lot more men are using the no-no these days. They are stealing their women's no-nos. Get your own no-no, dudes. Uh, and your entire purchase is backed by No-No's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try No-No today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. And you guys can visit my exclusive site to cash in on an exclusive offer. That's at nonobestfriend.com, nonobestfriend.com. If you order online, you get a free gift card. So visit nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-7715, Okay. Bradley says, just me or everyone, when I accidentally select a channel on the TV, I start pushing remote buttons to try and stop the mistake I just made. Yes, and then it made it makes it worse, and suddenly you're in the thousands. Yeah, especially when you're trying to do it by number, yeah. and then it's like it doesn't register the 0004, totally. and then you're at 4000. Oh, yeah. man. It's terrible. It's, horrible. it's just so many hours wasted. I know. J.D. <laughs> I can't tell what that name is. I think it's J.D. <laughs> says... I feel the need to correct people when they say daylight savings time instead of the correct daylight saving time. I say daylight savings time, and I'm not a person who says a lot of wrong things that I am aware of. Me but... neither. <laughs> I'm just going to use what Jenna likes to say. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People correct me when I say Nordstrom's. What is it? Nordstrom. It's, it's, it's singular. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. I say Nordstrom's, I think. It's a West. People on the West Coast. Nevada, Utah, we all say Nordstrom's. But I went back east and said Nordstrom's, and everyone was like, what is that? (laughs) Can't they figure it out? Settle down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is sort of like when my byline used to be Allison M. Rosen, and then when I would call to set up an interview, I would wonder, should I say to the publicist, Allison Rosen or Allison M. Rosen? Because what if they can't figure out who I am? But obviously it's the same. Yeah. 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 I get it. I'm trying to think if I say Nordstrom or Nordstrom's. Now you're going to say I think Nordstrom. I say I think I say Nordstrom's, but now I'll, yeah. Yeah. I've I've corrected myself because I was just tired of yeah. being besieged oh my gosh. by <laughs> the hate you're getting. So sorry. Well, yeah. now I don't know this daylight is really daylight saving time. That sounds wrong to me, but right? I guess it is. Ooh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just saying the slang version. That's right. It's okay. DST that's what I always say in that voice, too. In your hype man voice? That's right. Okay, how would you guys feel if you received this email? I'm doing a phone interview tomorrow for a magazine. Um, I'm the, I'm writing it, not, not being interviewed. And I've been trying to set up the interview for a while. And I got an email, can you do it at 10.30 Central Time tomorrow? That's 8.30 a.m. Woo, early. Yep. So I wrote back and I said... And I wouldn't have done this when I was just starting out, but I feel like I can now. <laughs> I said, um, if there's any way he could do it later, that'd be great because I'm not really an 8.30 a.m. kind of person, but if not, I can make it work. And then she wrote back, like, basically it has to be then, and so I'm doing it. But but I still feel like 8.30 a.m., that's fucking early. This is what reminds me of, didn't we were just talking about 9 a.m. early last week? We were, but I feel like 8.30 a.m. is even earlier than 9 a.m. You don't One have to argue. see the person, right? Right. No, oh. it'll be it'll be fine. Oh, good. It's just... Okay. Well, it's, it's worse if you have to put makeup on. 
Or, you know, like, get Yeah, that. like if I had to be somewhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it'll actually be fine. In fact, maybe I'm even pushing it by being like, what? I was going to say, <laughs> as, as somebody who does a lot of scheduling for a living, if you don't want to do the time, just for your own sake, tell them you're not available. Because as somebody who's trying to plan for a certain time and I see – this isn't great for me, but I can make it work. I'm always like, all right, you're making it work. I know. But that's that's it. If you couldn't make it work, then you should have just told me. But if you could say, oh, I could, true. but personal drama here. Not to say that's what you're uh-huh. saying, but I mean, just in general, that comes up a lot in scheduling. It's like, well, if you said it could work, then sorry, I know. you got to make it work. I know. I know. I kind of was aware that I was doing that to myself. I was just hoping that it would be like, oh, yeah, you know, it it could have been any time between 10.30 and 12.30 Central Time, so we're blah, blah, blah. That's when you they, go, they... I'm actually already interviewing somebody at 8.30, uh, because I'm <laughs> a such pillow. high demand as a reporter. Yeah. But if you would like, I can slot you in at 9. I know. I even thought of doing that, but I just don't want to risk it not happening, because... But see, they're the ones who've had to reschedule a bunch, so I don't know. Gary, Maybe, were you going to say something, or did I see something in the corner of my I eye? liked Matt's insinuation that having it at nine was going to fix your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought just, that was You good. get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. I, yeah. I didn't, anyway, Ike Pug says, just mirror everyone, people eating on sample day in big box stores, they block your way, stuffing their face. There's a sample day? And when is that? Sure. Saturday and Sunday. Costco. Costco. Yeah, Costco. That doesn't happen all during the week? It does. It does. But on Saturday and Sunday, there's they go five acts. Fucking it's nuts. amped up. Yeah. Now, it's fucked up. I've, don't go there. I had Friday a similar it's amazing. observation about Costco. Not so much about people blocking the way by stuffing their face, but what I've noticed, and this happens every time I do a Costco run like for the studio, is people who go to – who take their cart off to the side to go get the free sample, and then immediately pull their cart back into traffic again as if – like, they're trying to be like a NASCAR getting their wheels changed. Like, I'm just going to grab the sample and not lose my place in line. Oh, my God. What's that called again? Like like a NASCAR? And, and what are they doing? They change the tires. Okay. Isn't that what they do? Hmm? Wait, what? I don't get what he's making fun of me for now. But <laughs> I'm just saying that to me. Like, if you're going to go off to get a sample, you've lost your place in the mad rush toward wherever you're going. Do you see what I'm saying? Does I that d- make sense at all? It totally makes sense. But I, I – can't even imagine there being a mad rush to wherever you're going in Costco. That sounds awful. Well, when you're <sighs> when you're when you're going sampling though, um, so like going fishing. That's a verb for him. Don't <laughs> and don't call don't fishing because that means something thing. very different for right. Chris. Um, no, you you plan it. You plan ahead. Like, oh, that person's microwave says two minutes. All right, I'll be. Then you. It's like you plan a route. Like like if you were like going like Halloween candy, getting Halloween candy from right. houses. Like you have a certain route and timing. So then. You just try to get the quickest way possible. Like, so I'll remember things like, oh, I'll be back for you later. I imagine Chris in the middle of Costco with a giant map and those <laughs> T-square things, just like plotting out his course. Like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm I like get the all I waste, I waste no time. But I have found that the Costcos that I've been to in here in this area, particularly Burbank, have been so terrible that you never get a sample because people actually stand and wait. And to me, it's like, shouldn't it just be a if you happen to walk by situation and there is a sample, then you get one? But people will stand and wait for like five to ten minutes. And oftentimes what's being sampled is like Tostitos chips. Exactly. (laughs) Like, okay, okay, it's a different shape. I get it. Right. Yeah. So I, I take issue with that. I think it should be a like, oh, I happened upon this. Right. Now I'm going to sample it. But it, it's like a 
sport in Burbank. I'm yep. not into it. It makes me crazy. That's yeah, the Costco no, that, that Costco I go sucks. to, by the way. It's so bad. Be... I've never me been too. to that, that one. Place is terrible. Never yeah. go. Never go. Oh. A lot of shit talking today. Last time I was there, by the way, <laughs> since we're shit talking Costco, last time I was there, they didn't have Coca Cola. That's how out. completely over, like, understocked they are. That's the thing. They need another Costco in this area because that one is so crowded. I love Costco, but I don't love to go to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys hear they're building the biggest IKEA in the world? I heard Burbank? that. Yes. Fuck. Is it already gigantic? Yeah. This They're one's going to be it. the biggest one in the world. Like, meaning all the ones in Europe are going to be like smaller. Like the homeland where it's from, yeah. right? Like, Ikea is another place. The minute I get there, I'm like, I've got to get out of here. Anxiety, yeah. right? Fuck yes. <sighs> yeah. All right. DPN010 says, can't anyone just answer yes anymore? Why has absolutely become the common affirmative response? Four syllables versus when? Yes, Absolutely. I feel like I've talked about this on on television. No one ever answers yes. They always say absolutely. I feel like oh, it's yeah. like trying to like yes is is maybe not dynamic enough. So it's like look at me. I'm I'm energetic. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I nice agree with you. Nice podcast voice, by the way. Thank you. Yep. Paris Paramus says voicemail greeting. I'll get back to you at my earliest convenience. Literally means I'll call back if I feel like it. Um, I've never thought of it that way, but. Yes. Well, if you're it friends could be. with jerks. I just don't understand why we still have to have the automated voice after your personal outgoing message. Like, why do I need to say, hey, this is Matt, leave a message, I'll call you back, and then I'll go, leave a message at the tone, or yeah. press one for more options. Right. Like, bitch, we know how to use an answering machine. <laughs> I it, still do. When I leave a message for someone, I still go, hey, it's Allison. It's, um, what day is it? It's uh, like Tuesday at one o'clock. I still leave the day and time. I don't know why. Even though there's a timestamp on and the I, I, I always, And I always have to go, um, what day is it? I always forget. And then I, and then I always end it with, okay, bye. Well, I don't know if this is worse or not, but I have, the last four times I've gotten a phone call from somebody, I've looked at it, picked it up, and gone, hey, man, what's up? And he went, uh, hey, Gary, it's Chris Loxamana. Um, just calling because, uh, as if I don't have your caller ID, like every single time it's like, he's positive. I'm going to have no clue who this is. That is a problem. <laughs> I have. I think that it's nice and it's, not it's adorable, but it's, <laughs> but then like he says all that and I'm just still sitting there waiting like, okay, so what did you need? And he, you can tell it's always an awkward thing where he's expecting me to say something, but I have no idea what to say. Like besides I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then finally Tracy says, Sweet. I ha- <laughs> just me or everyone. I just hate saying. pooping at work. Yeah, that's yeah. everyone. I think except everybody hates that. Everyone except I can't for say that I love it. Why, do we, why are there two mics on me now, Chris? <laughs> I don't think that's enough. <laughs> you don't love it? No. Nobody loves it. <laughs> right. But you got to do it. Sometimes you – every day? I hope so. I don't know if you really have to do it. Wait, do you do it every day here? Yes. Because you have to be here so Ask early. Ask me what time I got here. What time did you get here? 9 a.m. Ask me what time I'm leaving today. What time are you leaving? Probably 8 p.m. Yeah, you gotta that's poop a, once. That's a fucking long time. Do you, is, Not do, every do you day is with, like that, per se, that long, but generally speaking, Do you 96? poop at the same time every day? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't have, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have like their regular yeah. poop yeah. schedule. I don't have that. I'm, it's always a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, I think Daniel's always pretty regimented. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Allison. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, we have a ringtone available. Hey. Hey. 
Hey, go fuck yourself. You need this. You can get it by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes Store. A special bonus episode available, recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. Me, Doug Benson, Matt Costa, Gary, Matt, Chris. You guys have heard the hard sell for it, but... It's the genesis of the butter sandwich debate and other stuff. You can get that in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Uh, leave us an iTunes comment. If you want to uh, email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at adamcrowell.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith for Matt. There will be spoilers.com. This week's topic, there will be music videos. Nice. It was really fun. My friend Justin came over. We talked about... All the good ones from like, yeah. No, I, I love that. I love it was a lot of fun. Man. Ideally, I wanted to like play some videos during the show, but that sort of defeated the purpose of audio. So. Right. But uh, check it out. There will be spoilers.com. Okay. And Chris? If you're hungry on a Friday night, check out Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, then go to Yogurtland and check out Costco after, uh, uh, you know, for the weekend if you want to get something for home. It's a feast. And if yeah. you go out of town, Dairy Queen. And Dairy Queen. Yeah. Well, just any of the stuff we talk shit on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to save us. <laughs> so Wiener Schnitzel, Yogurt Lane, Costco. Delicious. <laughs> and Jenna? Follow me on Twitter, at Jenna Kim Jones. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Just as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by NoNo. To get your NoNo and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. That's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. 
And just a reminder, this show was sponsored by BlueApron.com. That's BlueApron.com slash Allison. Go to BlueApron.com slash Allison.